Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Joe Radio 690 ADB. I'm your host. Thank you for stopping in. Uh, got another podcast for you guys uh, to sit and kind of binge and listen to uh, when you're just maybe tinkering with your bike or you're out in the garage or you're just sitting, chilling, whatever you're doing, maybe riding in your car, maybe you're traveling, whatever. Hopefully this will help you pass a little time and maybe learn a little bit as well. You know, the 690 ADB is really about uh, motorcycles in general. It's not, it's, it's mainly about adventure motorcycles and dual sports and enduros and stuff like that, but it really has a, uh, it's well-rounded into uh, a lot of the stuff can be taken to just about, you know, any motorcycle that's out there and, uh, it can really kind of, uh, it's pretty versatile for, you know, uh, for some of the stuff that we talk about for education and stuff like that, especially, uh, new riders, intermediate riders, uh, some seasoned riders and stuff. It's just kind of things to maybe brush yourself up on and things like that. You know, that's really what it's all about today. We're going to sit and have a little, uh, chat. <laughs> and this is really for new rider stuff right here. And this is things to, uh, if this is your first time listening to it and stuff like that, make sure that you get the subscribe going on, make sure that you're part of our podcast. Also don't think, I mean, don't forget about our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 690 V. We have about almost 500 videos there. So a lot of stuff there for you to kind of, uh, chew and nibble on. And don't forget about our website, 69080v.com. You can get a lot of stuff there as well. Make sure that you sign up on our website. That way uh, we will have giveaways and things like that. And not only that, uh, we also will uh, work on our newsletter and stuff like that and get some stuff out to you as well. But uh, today we're going to talk about five new rider mistakes and bad habits to really avoid, not just on dual sport and adventure bikes and enduros, but on all motorcycles. And these are things that you really want to try to avoid uh, because bad habits create bad habits. I've learned that a long time ago. And sometimes bad habits are really, really super, super hard to break. And even I have bad habits. You know, I, I get them all the time and uh, I catch myself doing the bad habit. Uh, especially on some stuff that I do with motorcycles and I, and I, I forget that I'm doing it and uh, I try to, uh, I try to correct it on the fly when I do catch myself, but sometimes, you know, I, I could do a whole ride and I've done some bad habits through that ride. And I'm like, my God, what are you doing, Joe? Come on, correct that stuff. You know, you need to get better about that stuff because these are things that just happen, but we're going to talk about them. I got five pretty good ones that I think are great for, for new riders and intermediate riders. And maybe this is stuff that, um, you know, you, you, you just don't or didn't think about, you know, and uh, hopefully this helps somebody. And if it helps just one person to me, that's a total victory uh, from the podcast and from our YouTube channel. But before we get started, I would first like to definitely 100% do a shout out for KTM of North Texas. Don't forget if you need any parts, service, anything like that, if you're here in the Dallas Fort Worth metro area or in North Texas, Check those guys out, slmracing.com. You can get with Bert over there. He'll take care of you, man. They don't just you know, sell.
sell KTMs. They sell all sorts of stuff, and they work on all basically brands of motorcycles, Hondas, Yamahas, Kawasaki's, all that type of stuff. They've got gear. They have a huge parts selection, not just for KTM, but you can get stuff for pretty much everything from, you know, oil to skid plates to seats to, man, I mean, you pick it. These guys will basically pretty much take care of you and hook you up. And don't forget, tell them that Joe at the 690 ADB sent you. And then that way they'll really take care of you because those guys are super awesome and fantastic. But the five rider mistakes and bad habits, you know, we'll do one through five. And uh, these are the things that I had truly, you know, I was sitting down, you know, writing them out and, you know, for the show notes. And I, I just I think these are the five, you know, real big issues I see with new writers and, and, and what I see and what I read and and uh, and the things that, that, that show up uh, problems, you know, with writers and stuff like that. And I think that these right here, if you can basically practice these five and really dig into these five right here, they're not only going to make you a better writer, but they're definitely going to uh, uh, they're going to make you a whole lot safer. I mean, that's that's just that's that's plain and simple. They're just going to make you a whole lot safer. And it's really going to uh, really enhance your overall enjoyment when you're out on your motorcycles. And like I said, this is not just for dual sports and enduros and adventure bikes. This is really kind of any type of motorcycle that's out there. It doesn't matter if it's a street bike or a cruiser you know, uh, whatever, even a dirt bike, you know, I'm just saying there, th- these are the things that, that you really want to keep in mind. Number one, for me, you know, uh, the first thing that you see with new riders and stuff like that, the, the first thing that they want to do is kind of get a, you know, a little bit of information. It's like, Hey, I've decided, man, you know what? I want to start riding a motorcycle. I see the stuff out there and, and man, those guys sure are having a good time. And I've never seen a motorcycle rider without a smile on his face. And, and uh, it looks like it's just, it's just amazing. And I've never ridden, really ridden a motorcycle. You know, maybe I rode a little bitty small dirt bike when I was a kid. But you know what? I'm 30 or I'm 25 or I'm 40 or I'm 50 or heck, maybe I'm even 65 years old. And you know what? I want to get a bike and I want to ride and I want to get out and I want to go do all these really cool things that I see that these guys are doing. Well, the first thing you have to do is most states require you to take the motorcycle safety course. And to take that course, you have to have it in order to get your endorsement or to get your license. And basically, you know, they'll sit there and, you know, a lot of these new riders and stuff that are out there uh, or intermediate riders that have been riding, say, you know, dirt bikes for a really long time, but they don't really have a street license that's out there. And there's a lot of guys that, that, that even don't even have license to this day and which really, in all honestly, you really should go get your license. It, it just, you know, it, it's a good thing. I don't care how long you've been riding. If you don't have a license and you've been riding for a long time, just get, then go get your license. It, it'll be a piece of cake for you. Biff, bam, boom, and you're done and you're totally legal and everything's good. But my biggest thing is that I've noticed and, and I see a lot and I, I don't like to sit there and, and point fingers and I don't want to sit there and make it out like, you know, I'm Mr. Know-it-all because I'm not, I'm not Mr. Know-it-all, but I do know a lot of things and, and I have been writing for a really long time and, and I know a lot of stuff and I got a lot of buddies that know a lot of stuff. And, and between all of that, you know, I, I know a lot of stuff, you know, and, and, uh, and I do my best to be 
as honest and as, as transparent as I possibly can to give the information out there for the writers, you know, to, to make themselves better and maybe shortcut a couple of things, you know, to help that person or persons, you know, be a better writer or, or get them on the right track to, to, you know, get started and be smart and safe and, and get going the right way. That's my thing. But, you know, you, you, you see these new riders and they go out and they're like, well, I'm going to go take them my motorcycle safety course, uh, you know, this weekend or this week or next week, you know, and they'll post it or anything like that. And you'll see it. And they're like, okay, cool, man. Uh, I got my endorsement today and I got my, you know, I got, I got my, I'm ready to go. No, no, you're not. <laughs> you know, you're, you're just not, you're just not. There's so many things that you need to do after taking the motorcycle safety course test and also going and taking the test and getting your endorsement. That's just the beginning of all facets and stages. And if this, if you're listening to this on YouTube or watching it on YouTube, or basically you're listening to it because it's a podcast, but you know, chime in down in the comment section for riders and explain to them what I'm getting at is that it's just, it's, it's too soon. You're really, really, it's too soon. And I don't want to sit there and say, you know what? Nobody likes to be told, um, you can't do something or you're not ready for something or you're not all these things. My thing is, is motorcycles are absolutely amazing and fantastic. They're super, super fun. They're awesome. They can change your life in more ways than one. Okay. They can change your life and a happiness and make you get a better, uh, grasp on your happiness in your soul you know, just by riding, because it's just you and the motorcycle. That's really what it's all about. But the other thing is, is it can change your life as well. If you do things too soon and you're too stupid as a rider and you do stupid things, guess what? It can put you in the hospital. And not only that, it can also take your life. And that's one of the things that people like to point out and saying, oh, well, you know, you're, 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 you're in a midlife crisis and you're getting a motorcycle because you just want to live dangerously. But that's not, that's not it. Motorcycles can be actually very, very safe and, you know, and they can be a lot of fun and, you know, you can have a, a thing, but the problem is, is with motorcycles, a lot of people like to jump the gun too fast, too soon. And what they just really honestly need to do is just get a grip on reality and understand that it's better to take a little time and be prepared and get yourself ready before you just take off after you've taken your motorcycle safety course and you know you just decided I'm going to go out and get a motorcycle and I'm gone and I'm out of here. So keep that in mind number 1, you know, too much, too quick, too fast, you know, get a grip on it. Take some time. Be smart. Do certain things and that's going to be part of the other uh, mistakes and things to avoid and bad habits uh, that'll come into play, especially talking about the safety course and taking off. Number two, uh, I see this all the time. I mean, I, I see it all the time. You're welcome to chime in if you want to make a comment, whether it be on the podcast or whatever. And, and it happens so, so much is that basically people looking for, a, you know, to get a motorcycle and they're doing their research and they're looking and they're, you know, they're spending time and they're getting frustrated. You know, they kind of know what their budget is. They kind of don't know what their budget is. They kind of know what motorcycle they want, but they kind of don't know what motorcycle they want. You know, they talk to a friend, they, whatever, get on Google, they do all their stuff. 
So what's the thing that they do wrong? What is the mistake and the bad habit that most new writers do? And I know that a lot of people are probably sitting there listening to this podcast going, oh, they do this or they do that. Yeah, maybe you're right. Well, let's see if you got it right. To me, buying too much motorcycle for their very first bike. Okay. Or buying too little of a motorcycle. I would rather a new rider, whether it be my son or my wife, having a little less of a bike than too much of a bike. And what I mean by that is that too much bike could basically be the difference of fulfilling a lifelong dream and happiness and riding motorcycles and getting out and doing the things that you think you want to do or turning it into an absolute frustrating nightmare and hating it and you never really truly getting to grasp the awesomity of it before you ever even got started. And what I mean is you get some riders that are out there that, you know, they, they, you know, whether it's a street bike or a race bike or a cruiser or whatever, they're like, well, I don't want to get a 250 CC bike. No, I don't want to get a 400 CC bike. You know, I just got my license. I'm legal. I, you know, I, I want to get a, I want to get a 600 CC or I want to get a 900 or a thousand or a 1200. And, you know, keep in mind, this is not me poking at you or uh, or a person but in all honesty do you know anything about the differences in the cc's and what they do and how they handle and the speed and the torque and all those things i mean you really honestly need to be smart about it and if you can this is the best advice i can give to anybody See if you can ride somebody else's bike. Now, I know motorcycle riders are finicky. They can be buttholes. They can be a real big pain in the butt. You're not riding my bike, bro. You're not touching it. You drop it. You bat it. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, there's a lot of cool riders out there, too. I let a lot of people ride my bikes, you know. And I just tell them, say, look, man, here's the deal. Have you ever ridden before? Because if you really talk to a lot of people, they'll always tell you, yeah, man, I've ridden. I ride. I ride. And at the end of the day... I've had more people lay my bikes down, you know, no damage or anything like that. But I'm, you know, you, you, you get a sense to understand that if they did ride, it's not a whole lot. So if you can get a chance to ride somebody else's bike, to get a feel for it, to just kind of, you know, get a, a, just, just a taste of it. Because sometimes it's like the difference between a KTM 690 that I have the Enduro R and going and riding a KLR 650 Man, they're they're apples and oranges. They're they're really not even close. The KLR six fifty. I mean, you can you know you can do twenty percent throttle, let out the clutch, and it'll just take off, and it'll just do like a nice moderate you know speed. You do twenty percent throttle and let the clutch out quickly on a KTM six ninety Enduro R, and brother, you are gone. And I mean not gone. I mean you are gone. That thing will shake boogie. It is super fast. It's a high-performance bike. And, and the, the thing is, is guess what? One's 690cc. The other one's 650cc. So you're like, oh, well, they're going to be real close. They're going to be... No, they're not. They're not. So what I'm getting at is at number two, buying too much motorcycle is basically get something that will fit you and something you can grow into and grow out of, okay? You don't want to buy the the first and end-all, be-all bike for your very first bike. What you want to do is you just want to be real smart about it. Find a good budget range. I definitely suggest, unless you just got buku bucks and or it does, it's not going to affect you one way or another, I say 
get, you know, a used bike because that way when you have the used bike, a motorcycles don't lose a lot in value, especially if you take care of them. And not only that, uh, most of the used bikes are are perfect because that way, if you do lay it down or if you do do something to the motorcycle, it doesn't have that sting. It doesn't have that effect on you. Like, Oh man, I just crashed my bike. I just bent the handlebar. I just broke the crash guard. I just broke, you know, the, the, the front brake. I just busted the, you know, the shift lever. I, you know, I mean, all these little things, I broke the plastics. I mean, if it's a used bike, it, 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 the sting is not nearly as bad. So, and, and the thing is, is what I mean by growing into your bike and then growing out of your bike means start with something that's not too crazy powerful. Do your research. If you need help, 690ADV at gmail.com. I'll do my best to put you on the right bike. I really, really will. And, you know, and I'll explain to you the differences between the bikes that maybe you're thinking about that will hopefully, you know, put you on the right path to understanding what the difference is and how that bike is going to handle versus the other motorcycle. Because a lot of times guys will sit there and email me with two or three motorcycles and I don't tell you what bike to buy. I just want to explain to you what the bikes are and what the bikes are capable of and how they will be so that that way you can make up your own decision. I don't want you to go buy a motorcycle and say, well, Joe put me on the wrong damn bike. That's not what I want. What I want you to do is for you to make your own decision based off of information that you were given and legit and transparent information. That's what it's really all about. So basically too much bike, just be real careful about it. Find something that you can be very comfortable with that doesn't scare you, that's not too heavy or not too crazy, that you can actually ride, maybe keep it for a year or two. They keep their value for the most part. Maybe sell it, get most, if not all your money back when you sell it. Then go get the bike that you really had your heart set on that was either new or anything like that. And then that way you're not spending a boatload of dough. You get a really cool bike and you get to have a great time. And it gives you the learning experience of getting out there on a bike that's really geared for you. There's nothing wrong getting a, a less powered bike versus a high performance bike. Because the smart play is, is to get the bike that you can learn, practice, get all your stuff on and get your, your, your time in the seat or in the saddle. And then you go get the bike that you want. Just smart, just smart. Do what you want to do. That's your thing. But in my personal opinion, most guys are wanting to go and buy way too much bike for the very first bike. Number three, you got your endorsement. You really want to buy too much of a motorcycle. And then as soon as you get your motorcycle, you ride for maybe a week, two weeks, three weeks. I'm ready for a trip. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm ready to travel, man. I want to go see these things. I'm watching all these YouTube adventure guys out there riding and biking and doing all that stuff, man. I want to get out and I want to do my stuff. I want to go, 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 go. I get it. It is so addictive to want to go do that stuff. But I'll be honest with you, to get out and to travel, you really need to do a lot of things before you can actually start packing on gear and stuff like that and getting out and adventure traveling. 
It's just smart. It really is. It's totally smart. If you want to do it, you can do it. But at the end of the day, you're setting yourself up for potential problems and setting yourself up for basically uh, potentially just ruining the whole experience of what it is because you went way too fast, way too soon, and you're just your mind just can't cope with what is happening so fast because you can get freaked out. You can highway travel, crosswinds, uh, washboards if you're doing off-road, uh, semis, cars. I mean, God, the list goes on and on and on. And it can get a little freaky. It can get kind of cumbersome. It can literally kind of put you in a mode to where you're just, just we call it basically, you know, white knuckle or death gripping your bike. Um, you increase your fatigue time uh, very, very fast. And uh, not only that, and it's mentally, we call it the mojo. And what happens is, is you lose your mojo and you're just always in, you're, 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 you're kind of anxious and out of it and you're not getting to experience it for what it is. Because honestly, for, you know, most of the time when you're adventure riding, it should literally be 70, 30 should be about 70% total relaxation, awesome sightseeing, seeing all that stuff. And the other 30% is you got to be on your game. I mean, you just got to be on your game. That's just the way it is. So, uh, you know, most guys get out and they, they want to travel way too soon. And what happens is, is they get themselves and they're like going, dude, I was scared. I was scared crapless, man. I was riding and the crosswind was hitting me. I was buying a semi and then there was a semi behind me. And then I needed to get around the semi. And then I'm sitting there and I'm trying and my bike didn't really have enough power because I was going basically into the wind and blah, blah, blah. And, then, and the list goes on and on. I mean, trust me, I've been there. I've done that. I know exactly what it is. I mean, I've done thousands in thousands. I mean, I've traveled basically on the highways from basically East coast to West coast, you know, going out and doing adventure riding. And I'm telling you right now, it can get pretty freaky. And then you start running into weather and things like that out of nowhere. It's sunny. It's beautiful. And then out in the distance, you see a little bit of, you know, uh, dark gray clouds. And before you know it, there's a storm on you and it's dumping rain and you're freaking out because you know, the, 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 the rain. And if you're not prepared for that stuff, it can literally freak you out tremendously so number three wanting to travel way too soon it's a man it ain't going nowhere it's not going anywhere all these places you want to go to they're going to be there man just you know be smart take your time and you'll get out man you'll get out and you'll get to do that type of stuff but be smart about it that's really really the biggest thing um you know to do because you just don't want to make that type of mistake and you don't want to create these bad habits that i'm talking about Number four is a real big one. Number four to me is massive. And um, it's it's something that I try to always reel myself back into and try to do because I don't do it enough as I should. And even though I've been writing for, you know, a very long time, I still need to do these things. And it doesn't matter who you are. The greatest motorcycles on the motorcycle riders on the planet do this religiously. And I mean religiously. Getting out and just writing is not enough. Okay? It's not enough. And what I mean by that, practice, fundamentals, and not just that, doing those things over and over and over again. And it's not, oh, you know what? I'm going to go and hit the trails today, and that's going to be my practice. That's, that's partial practice. That is not total practice. Fundamentals, what I mean by is finding a parking lot and doing some slalom moves very slow. 
doing the slowest race, which basically means feathering your clutch and using your back brake and trying to go to where you're almost the wheels aren't even moving and practicing your balancing techniques. That's a big deal. Just basically being in your front yard and standing on the two pegs and trying to stand your bike up without putting your feet on the ground. Okay. Basically without putting your feet on the ground, without crashing and laying your bike down. These are just little things riding around your neighborhood, standing up and learning how to shift gears up and down between first and second, because when you're off road, those are the most common gears that you're ever going to use when you're traveling on dirt roads, trails, and things like that. And there's a lot of times you're going to have to stand up. If you don't, it can just be darn right dangerous. So you really have to learn that type of stuff. And not just that, I mean, over and over and over again, learning how to basically counter steer. I mean, there is so many things that you really, really need to do. And here's one that nobody almost does that needs to just be done literally many times before you ever get ready to go on a trip. Load your bike up and lay it on the ground and pick it up once, twice, three times, four times. It doesn't matter because everybody that you talk to is going to go, oh, I don't lay my back down. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I don't care who you are. I've been riding with guys who've been riding for 40 years and they still lay their bikes down and they're on these bikes and they're heavy. And you know what? They have a hard time getting their bikes up and it's not your buddy's responsibility to help you get your bike up. If you got a bike that you can't get up, you got way too much bike and you don't need it. Either that, either hit the gym or get a bike that you can handle because it's really not somebody else's job to basically help you get your bike up so that you can have your enjoyment. Because when you're at home, 90% of the people that are out riding and doing the things that we do are at a low elevation. And what I mean by that is, is that when you travel and see all these wonderful, gorgeous places and you're on YouTube and all these things and you're seeing Colorado and Utah and New Mexico and all these things and you're seeing because most of the scenic areas where in the mountains, what are mountains equate to elevation? So here's the deal, less oxygen and elevation. So when you're on a bike that weighs, say, 450 pounds, then you gear it up. Now you're in the low 500s. Guess what? When you lay that bike down at 10,000 feet of elevation, it doesn't feel like 525 pounds. It feels like about 900 pounds and you're going to because you were already working that motorcycle before you laid it down. And then now you got to pick it up when you're out of breath and you're trying to, trust me, I'm just telling you, been there, done that, and it's, you just need to be, fundamentals and practice is a huge, huge factor for new riders, especially, and not just new riders, everybody. Everybody should do the fundamentals and practice all the time, not just get out and ride, you know, and and I'm bad about it. You know, I don't want to try to be a hypocrite and say, oh, well, I do it all the time. I don't. I'm just as bad as everyone else, but I'm trying to explain. And I've been, and I'm not an intermediate rider. You know, I'm not a new rider. I'm just telling you that I basically am really, I'm bad about it and I need to be better about it. And that's why I'm preaching to you that you really should try in your off time that you're not doing something to get out, practice, practice, practice. And when you're done practicing, practice again. Number five, this one right here absolutely drives me just bonkers. It drives me crazy. And I'm not going to say it's a total bad thing. What I am going to say is, is that take it with a grain of salt. All right. Take it with a grain of salt. And I've said it once. I've said it a billion times. 
if you go watch my YouTube channel, you listen to everything, I tell everybody that one certain thing is king. K-I-N-G. Research. <laughs> Credible research. All right. And that basically means that you have to dig in. Nobody can go and, you know, shortcut everything for you or for you. I'm sorry. Using. This is number five. Using social media as a guide for all the answers to shortcut your way to a better and safer rider. Nope. <laughs> Stop. Just quit. Just stop. Make sure that you're the information you're getting from where you're at, whether you're at a group or if you are, I don't care what you're doing on Facebook, just making a post on your, 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 your deal. And you have 500 friends. That's the biggest joke in the world. You don't even know 15 of those people like know those people, you know, these people, you have to be very careful, you know? Here's my deal. Whatever information I give you, please even take my stuff with a grain of salt if you want to. But go look it up. I'm not giving you BS information. That's not how I roll. And I have lots and lots of people that back up my stuff because I, I don't. I, 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 I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to not enjoy your motorcycle. I don't want you to lose something that can be precious and life-changing and literally make you one of the happiest people on the planet. But using social media as a guide or a stepping stone to get your information and to get you going, there is, here's the deal, there is good information on social media. But my problem with social media is, is everybody's an expert. Be your own expert. That's really the key. Be your own expert. Take the information that the person's giving you on social media. Go fact check that person. If you don't know them, go fact check them, man. You got Google at your fingertips. I mean, everybody's got a cell phone mounted to their ear now. You know, everybody has a smartphone. Use the tools that are provided for you to go get the actual information that people are giving to you. And then once you realize that that person is giving you correct, incredible information, put that guy in your list of go-tos. And do that for every guy that you're trying to get the information from. Because some guys just, they're just, they're just spitting stuff out. They're just spitting it out. And, you know, shame on you if you don't go and do your own research a little bit. Use Google. Google can be your friend. And you can find lots and lots of great, you know, uh, places to go to to get credible and amazing information. And, uh, and that's what you should do. In all honesty, you really, really should. And even fact check me. I mean, please fact check me. You know, um, I get some guys that just say I'm crazy and whatever, whatever. And the thing is, is most people, even on my YouTube channel, when they write, you know, they're, they're, they're snotty and, you know, just mean comments. They don't listen to the video. They don't listen to what I'm saying. They don't, they, they just automatic, they automatically, they look at the title and then they listen to just a little bit of it. And then they automatically have made up their mind and I'm wrong and I'm whatever, whatever. But if you truly actually listen to what I'm saying, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's, it's not, you know, and this is an information that, that, that I, I didn't make it up. I got this from credible sources 
and the information that I got, and then I put it out there, and these guys are just know-it-alls on YouTube and Facebook, and they just tell me I'm wrong. And what they don't do is when I give them the website to go to, to get the actual information that I got it from, from the credible source of what it is, you never hear from them again, ever. They never, ever do a follow-up. They just run their mouth, put it on there as a negative, and then they go about it. So my thing is, is using social media as a guide is just, it. it's a good place to go to get started. It's a good place to go to get some information, but please, the information you're wanting to get Find some people that are actually answering your questions and then fact check those guys. And please, then you can put them into your list of qualified or guys to just go to. Because if you're not, shame on you. Because sometimes these guys are just, they, they, they want to be these, you know, everybody's, you know, Cooper Webb and, and uh, Toby Price and, you know, all these great and amazing, you know, riders that are out there and, they, they probably never ridden a motorcycle in their life. They're just getting on Google, finding the fastest thing that they can get to make something to, to try to make the, make their stamp, you know, on Facebook. Cause everybody wants to be part of something. And the problem is, is, um, there's just so many people that it's, it's sad. They just, they just, they are what they are. And it's sad. They're just not willing to put the time in to be a, uh, interesting, and a fun person to be. So they have to fake their way through everything and lie and use certain things to, uh, to get their stuff across. So keep that in mind. These are five mistakes and bad habits that you really truly want to try to avoid as best as you can. So, you know, hopefully this helps, you know, helps everybody. But if it just helps one person, that makes my day. And that's what makes this all worthwhile. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Don't forget you can hit me up at 690ADV at gmail.com. Don't forget our website, 690ADV.com, youtube.com slash 690ADV. You can find us on Instagram, the 690ADV. You can find us on all the podcasting platforms. You can, uh, I mean, we're, we're pretty much everywhere. So we do appreciate you. Thank you so much for stopping in. Don't forget about KTM North Texas, man. Hit Bert up over there um, at slmracing.com. Those guys are fantastic, and we just appreciate it. And I hope that everybody that's listening on the podcast subscribes and gets to be part of our, uh, our stuff that's out there. And uh, we really do appreciate you because without you, none of this really exists. And uh, hopefully this will put you on the right path to uh, uh, make less mistakes and make a whole lot less bad habits. And uh, guess what? I need to take my own advice. So (laughs) anyway, you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks so much. And uh, get out, be safe. And uh, don't forget, hit me up on an email sometime because uh, I'm always checking. We appreciate you. 690 out.